0: Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. Well, today we're taking your questions and your comments, so if you're watching, it's Monday and we are here very alive. Give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. If you are calling and you are outside North America, you can reach us at 205-271-2980. And you can always send us an email with a question or a comment to at EWTN.com and check us out on Facebook. So on this beautiful Monday, the question is this, why are so many Catholics and non-Catholics alike drawn to a deeply mo- drawn to and deeply moved by the Ash Wednesday liturgy? And so this Wednesday is Ash Wednesday, it's also Valentine's. Yeah. And uh, last week we talked about going to the EWTN.com forward slash Lent. Great um, site. Great site. Mm-hmm. And then Father has the beautiful booklet that you could download, e-book. the yeah. ebook, and you could download that and journey that with you on the Sunday readings mm-hmm. during Lent. I'm sure the uh, other uh, Magnificat, other yes. services, ways out there that you can... Uh, Deepen your Lenten journey. The beauty of that Lenten journey is to be more like Jesus and less like yeah. you. Yeah. That's the exchange that we go as we take this journey of holiness until we see Jesus face to face. We've been,
1: for the last couple of weeks, trying to prepare one another uh, for the holy season of Lent. Now it's coming upon us this Wednesday. and. Um, so I hope you're just seeking the Lord. I hope my Lent is going to be as good as my preparations, because that's been wonderful.
0: You have been preparing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the key
1: things to that, I mean, the sense of Lent, it's, it's, it's a lot in Ash Wednesday, but you know, the Lord's really inviting you. He's saying to you what it says in the Song of Solomon. My beloved speaks to me and says, come away with me, my beloved, my beautiful one. Come, for the winter's past, the rains have ceased, flowers are blooming again on the earth, The vines are being pruned, and the sound of the dove is heard in our land. Come away with me, my beloved, my beautiful one. Come. Think of Lent in that way, an invitation from your holy groom, Jesus Christ, inviting you to come away and to be with him. So give us a call. Share what this Ash Wednesday and Lent means to you. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Please don't go away.
0: Remember that today we're taking your questions and your comments on our show. Give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. Outside North America, you could reach us 205-271-2980. And you can always email us with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com and check us out on Facebook. So it's Monday and this is how the question went out there. Why are so many Catholics and non-Catholics alike drawn to and deeply moved by the Ash Wednesday liturgy. So now for me, I love Lent. I love, I love the rhythm and the beauty of the Catholic Church and its liturgy and its seasons. I love it. Um, I think I think it makes me whole. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I love it. Um, and you you are a great preparer. you right. have been, with lots of things, things that we could do, and some things, some suggestions that you can do out there. And and Father um, suggested also in his uh, Lenten meditation ebook. You know, you might want to increase your time in adoration. You might want to um, journal. Maybe that's something you haven't done and you want to incorporate it in this year of, the lent, of your Lent in 2024. And you always say this and, you know, you in your past life, you were an Episcopal priest. And, you know, when we have our ashes put on us, it is <clears throat> repent and believe in the gospel. Right. Repent. And so so maybe you're going to increase your time going to confession and Father, Father Jerebik gave a great word for us this weekend about increasing our time going to the confession. And also, like, our souls are sick. And so what, what do we do when our souls are sick? Well, when our bodies are sick, we go to the doctor, we, get every, we go to the dentist, we get our eyes checked, we get everything. But what about our souls? Have you thought about examining your soul and saying, this Lent, I'm, gonna, I'm going after it? And I'm going to, I'm going to go to confession. Maybe I'm going to go to confession weekly. Maybe I'm going to go to confession monthly. But I'm going to increase that time in my life. So you, if you aim for nothing, you're bound to hit it. Mm. So what is your plan? You've got to come up with a plan and to say, this is I, at the beginning of my Lent. I want to be here. <laughs> at the end of Lent come Easter week and Holy yeah. Saturday, my favorite Mass of all. Um where, where do I wanna be? Yeah. So I know that I'm journeying from here to there.
1: So you got a few days to make a plan. The other part is that Yiddish saying, tell God your plan and you're gonna hear him laugh. You wanna hear God laugh, tell him your plan. You need to plan. On the other hand, you need to make space for God. Mm. You know, make room for God because God's gonna do the unexpected in the 40 days that takes place. And we said that sometimes it's a health issue. like our, our, Lenten season, you had cancer that season, I had a heart attack another season, and we wound up doing cancer and doing a heart attack for Lent.
0: That was fun, so and we, we, didn't nobody, I, yeah, we didn't plan on
1: that. So you know, sometimes you just gotta go with what's, kinda, with, mm-hmm. what's happening. Um, but you know, why is Ash Wednesday so alluring to Catholics and non-Catholics? Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's a universal truth. Mm-hmm. It's universal, it's written on the hearts of people. What's written? You're dust, and to dust you shall return. Repent now, believe in the gospel. And of course, we're precious dust. That dust is going to be raised up and would be united to our bodies and our souls will be together. We'll be before the judgment of God. But there's just something where people, thank God that the church gives us a Mm. public service, a public event where universally, believers, -believers, Mm non-believers, Jews, Catholics, Muslim wanted to participate. I doubt that many would, but maybe some would. It's like, Yes, this is an acknowledgment of my mortality. Mm-hmm. And we just need to say it. And right. here's a place where I can say that. And your dust, the dust shall return. So what's my main issue here while I'm here? Repent now. Be converted. Believe in the Gospel. Time is short. It's fleeting, mm. you're gonna meet the Lord face to face and we don't wanna to fear to see him, we want it to be more like that Song of Solomon. Mm. Come away with me, my beloved, my beautiful one. Come with me, the winter's past, the rains are over, flowers are coming, the sound of the turtle dove is in the land, you're my dove, come away with me. But you gotta come clean, mm. come clean to me. Uh, we wanna be in the right state. And so that's, that's, that's really beautiful and the ashes also signify not only your mortality, but repentance, mm-hmm. and somehow we know we need that. Right. And I thank God for the church that she gives us this. And it's something like, you know, people come to mass, we want them to come to mass, but they really can't receive the Holy Eucharist. Mm-hmm. We ourselves, unless we're in right standing with God, but you gotta go through a process to come into the church. He, everybody can come.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody can come right. and, and reflect and listen to the readings that are there uh, you know, in scripture. Reading after reading, again, is saying, behold, now mm-hmm. is the time. Today is the day. Now is the time. L- get, get between the author, the priest is there. Intercede for other people, intercede for yourself. Let's get ready. And of course, we're getting all this readiness in hope mm-hmm. for Easter. Yes. And so, it says in the uh, liturgy of, of Ash Wednesday, I think this was added, it says, now we begin a campaign of service unto Almighty God, and we will be weaponized with the Mm -hmm. spiritual weapons of our warfare. So it's not just you're mortal. It's not just repent. Get in the fight. Right. Get in the fight for Christ and for the church, for your family. Don't give them over. Sound the alarm. Everybody Mm -hmm. gather together. That's Mm -hmm. what Ash Wednesday. Sound the alarm. Gather together. Let the people meet together. Get the little babies. Get the wives. Get Mm -hmm. everybody you come together. For what? Because God... God can come to us suddenly Mm -hmm. through death or through whatever it might be. Now's the time. Today's the day. Don't put it off. Laps Catholics, don't put it off. Come back to the church. Go to confession. Some of you were just fearful to even go to a liturgy. Mm -hmm. If you can't go to a liturgy, most churches are open. Just go in and sit in the church. Right. Just go in and sit in the church and say, Lord, uh, maybe you were hurt and wounded by the church or whatever happened in your life, but you just go there and you sit there, and guess what? The Lord is there in the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. The real presence of God is there. So it's a great time of year.
0: <clears throat> well, here's a question. It says, Before converting, did seeing the ashes on people stand out to joy? Well, oh, before see. converting, yes and no, because when you were in the Episcopal church, we did, yeah. the you did ashes. I mean, yeah. we were following that liturgy. But... But as a child growing up in New Jersey, when you saw the Catholics on Ash Wednesday yeah. walking around, it was a public witness and you saw that and it was kind of like everybody took notice. And But like you said, we had a woman one time on her show and she wrote a book called, I Just Came for Ashes. Yeah. And she went into the church for a, not a very noble reason, but she went into the church and she was in this relationship with a friend And she came for ashes, and she had this radical conversion um, because God drew her in. So so when you see it, you might see it on people, and people, what is that on your head? What does that mean? And you get to explain as a Catholic what this means to you and your faith journey and your witness. And as we go on this journey, there are three things that we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be fasting. We're supposed to be about almsgiving, right? So we want to be doing that and come up with a plan. Okay. And so we say, what am I doing? Am I praying? Am I fasting? Am I almsgiving? What am I doing? What is my plan? Um, I'm thinking about a, a woman that we're mi- ministering to right now. And maybe some of my giving needs to be going to take care of her and her, and her babies. You know, so that you have to come up with, Lord, what are you asking of me? Yeah. Are, you, are you praying that prayer? Jesus, what do you want from me? So I need to be about prayer. Maybe during this Lenten journey, you want to in, start praying the rosary. Maybe you never prayed the rosary. I had to teach myself how to pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. I started with the CD and I would put the CD on in my car and that's how I learned to pray the rosary. Okay. You can pray the rosary at any age. You may have been a lifelong Catholic and you've never prayed the rosary start now. Make this your best Lent ever. And Father Cedric has wrote a, written a book and he's on Sunday mornings, Father Cedric Pasigna, And his the name of the book is called Your Best Lent Ever. Mm. You know, and we, this might be our last Lent. <laughs> this might be your and my last Lenten journey. How do you want to do it? So go... As a Catholic, be all in. Say, I'm all in, Jesus, you have me. We have Joseph on the phone. He's calling us from Florida. Joseph, welcome to At Home with Jim and Joy. Your question or your comment? Yes,
3: uh, my question is referring to the uh, Ash Wednesday liturgy. uh, When we are meeting the priest and he's putting the ashes on our forehead and the sign of the cross and says, Repent and believe in the gospel. For those that have already made a commitment in their life, in their daily lives, and made already changes over time, how do they fit in? Because, well, as I see it, we're asking for people who are constantly in sin and constantly maybe in full force in their sin, and of course, to tell them to repent is, is, is ideal, but what about those that maybe may sin here and there and then they're convicted by the Holy Spirit so they end up uh, asking for immediate forgiveness but have also made significant changes in their lives where they're not living in sin on a a constant daily basis.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Joseph, good question and thank you so much. Yeah, I think they usually don't say, there's two phrases, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. They may add, repent and believe in the gospel, or they just may say, repent and believe in the gospel. So those two things, I think they're really speaking about what ashes are symbolizing, which is death. And so we're all touched by that, and that's coming. Um, And then the other one is that ashes represent, especially in the Old Testament, of our own repentance. And so for us who have given ourselves to the Lord, we're trying to live a good life in Him, um, there's ongoing conversion. There's ongoing repentance, so maybe at that moment you don't know if you need repentance in some area, but it's still good to say, I want to repent. So there's ongoing conversion, there's an ongoing new evangelization, there's evangelization for the people you're speaking about, who might not know the Lord, they're not baptized, they're living out in the world, repent, believe in the gospel. But there's repentance in believing in the gospel for the sake of the church, ongoing conversion, ongoing repentance, a new evangelization. Mm. It's not a different gospel. It's not a new gospel. It's those who have been baptized, those who are walking with the Lord, and yet the world, the flesh, and the devil, we're in a battle with that. And so we need to be newly evangelized. And Ash Wednesday begins that new evangelization. Mm. Lord knows, we know how much the church needs to be evangelized, a new evangelization, that she would come on fire with the love of Almighty God. And, and live how Christ desires for us to live. So I think for those of us that are trying to do the best that we can and trying to do we should never be insulted by mm. hearing the words, repent. Right. Lord, for my sins that I know and that which I don't know, omission, commission, mm-hmm. and for the hidden things to be revealed, I, I, I might be in sin and not even know, or I might be defiling others or the Lord or compromising, I don't know. Anytime I could hear repentance and say, I want to repent, uh, I will.
0: Well, we have joseph from new york now who's calling on the phone joseph welcome to at home with jim and Joy, your question or your comment
3: well uh, thank you for being who you are both of you you're a great example for all of us my comment my question is or my comment is this i think we should look at at this time of lent that we are in hospice <laughs> and that this is the last time you're going to have a chance to really get your life together and get to know yourself. And when you have that, that view, and then you really start to really appreciate your life.
0: Right. Joseph, <laughs> thank you so much. And, and that is true. You know, the church is a hospital. And so we're, we're all sick. We're all wounded. And for Joseph from Florida who called, also it's about repent and believe in the gospel is that, Lord... And help my unbelief. I mean, all the way till we see Jesus face to face where I'm sure there's going to be unbelief or veils that need to be lifted from our eyes and our ears that need to be unclogged and our heart that needs to be made pure and holy. All the way until we see Jesus face to face. And so there's this mm-hmm. constant uh freshness. We don't want brackish water. We want clean clean water, cleansing water in our bodies, our minds, and our spirits all the way until we see Jesus face to face. And Joseph, yes, it's true. We We are all on hospice. God help the church.
1: And the season as well is Mm -hmm. we're we're gearing up against death. We're accepting our death, but we're gearing up against death because death is a real intrusion to what the Lord wants. Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, but praise be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's Easter. Mm. That's Easter. Thank you for your comments. We'll be right back. There's plenty more to come. Please don't go away.
0: Welcome back. Well, thank you for all your comments today and your phone calls. We always love to hear from you. Before we wrap up today's show, we're going to go check in with Joan Lewis. Now, Joan, what do you have for us today?
2: Well, buongiorno from Roma. Now yesterday was February 11th, and that's traditionally a pretty big day in the Vatican, and yesterday maybe even more so, because there were several firsts in the Vatican. We had the first ever Argentinian Pope who canonized the first ever Argentinian saint. Her name was Maria Antonia de San Jose de Paz a Figueroa. And he did this, she was a laywoman by the way, and he did this in St. Peter's Basilica, the first time there's ever been a canonization in the basilica. Joining the Holy Father and the 5,500 faithful was the newly elected president. Javier Millet of Argentina. Now, in the past, he's used some very unflattering language, to say the least, to describe the pope. However, the two did embrace uh, very warmly uh, in the Vatican. Now, the pope has never been back to his native Argentina since his election in 2013. The new saint is known in Argentina and elsewhere as Mama Antula. Now, she lived in the 18th century, and this was the time when the Jesuits had been expelled from Argentina. And yet, in her missionary work over the years, she proclaimed the Jesuit the Ignatian spirituality. And of course, we had the first Jesuit, Pope Francis, who said of her off the cuff, the spirit ignited in her a missionary fire, founded on her perseverance. Mama Antula was a wayfarer of the spirit. She traveled thousands of kilometers on foot, crossing deserts taking dangerous paths and taking God always with her. Today, she's a model of apostolic fervor and audacity for us. And then he had told pilgrims um, from Argentina on Friday, he said, let us remember the path to holiness implies trust and abandonment. And he highlighted how she arrived in Buenos Aires with only a crucifix, she was barefoot, but she entrusted her entire ministry, not to herself, but to God. Now, earlier I said that February 11th is a big day in the Vatican. Well, on that day in 1929, the Lateran Pacts were signed between the Holy See and Italy. And this of course led to the creation of the independent Vatican City State. It also granted sovereignty to the church over religious buildings in Rome and it compensated the church for the loss of the Papal States. And February 11th, by the way, is also the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, and that is the World Day of the Sick. And lastly, but not leastly, on February 11, 2013, Pope Benedict stunned the world by announcing that he would resign the papacy, and that, of course, took place on February 28, that same year. So, are you out of breath yet? If not, let me close by wishing you a, a very blessed Ash Wednesday and start of Lent. That's it from Rome, back to you.
1: Thank you so much Joan for another good report and introducing us to a new saint. Join us next time for a conversation with Mario Costabile, executive director of Array of Hope on how he moved from success in secular media to creating faith-filled content. Let's get ready for Ash Wednesday. Your lover is coming to you Mm -hmm. and saying, Come away with me, my beloved, my beautiful one. Come. It's hard to believe. I say, Lord, are you speaking to me? But Ash Wednesday in Lent is about coming away with your beloved. And if you do that, you will be radically changed and conformed to his image. You're an important part of this EWTN family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.